Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Woohoo! You can hear the Prince talking to me. This guy is great. More Prince coming up at 120. We'll break down the NASCAR race this weekend. I'm Cam Stewart, along with my buddy George Kurtz, Colonel Kurtz. Sometimes we call him the General. He's General Kurtz, Colonel Kurtz. Yeah, General Colonel Kurtz. Breaking down, uh, doing talking NFL mock, talking everything. Kyler Murray. Yeah, George, I don't like to rip other people like that, but that guy's mock was one of the worst I think I've ever seen. Like that was not, That's not happening. How could that, you think that, the Jets would yeah. take Haskins? That's what I, that, yeah, like, what, what's, what are you doing? <laughs> Did he mean to put, put the Giants in that spot? I wonder if that's Yeah, I think it's like do. a trade. Yeah, it's like right. a trade. trade that makes with, more yeah, sense. Yeah, 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 it makes total sense. But, yeah, anyway, it is, yeah, it's just weird to begin with. I, 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 I think he's going to be lasting a lot longer than people think, too. And having Drew Locke go that high, like, you can get him later. There's no need to take him with that pick either. Like, I, that guy's not going to be, I think he'll probably be around, what, 12, 13? Like you don't have to well, take them that high. The thing with quarterbacks, though, is they do get. If he's doing, if he's going for trades, it tells us quarterbacks. They these teams trade up for the quarterbacks. They take chances because they realize you have to have a quarterback to succeed. <clears throat> I guess the, you'd have to know if does Gruden like uh, like him that much. I don't trust Gruden either. You know, everything coming out of that camp, how much they love Carr, who the hell knows? But then again, would you want to go with well, Locke and pair him with Antonio Brown? John Gruden. Hasn't found a quarterback that he doesn't like. Remember in Monday Night Football, every guy he came in there, oh, he's great, he's great. Oh, this guy, wow, he can play on my team any day. Like I'm like, really? Okay, well, you know what? That's like, why that's I stopped listening about that guy. Football. That's kind of the reason. It's like, okay, dude. Well, I remember you. You were changing quarterbacks, Brad Johnson, this, that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's the one thing with uh, Gruden and quarterbacks. Usually, doesn't end well, George. Like, it's not good. But, but what it comes down to, though, if he believes that Locke is the man, nothing would shock me. Nothing would shock me with, uh, with, with Gruden. I don't, I don't trust him one little bit. I don't think he's taking a quarterback at four. I really don't. I think he's taking uh, his Khalil Mack replacement. And once again, a pass rusher here. That's what will be available to him there. But would I be floored on Thursday night around 8 o'clock if it ended up being where, hey, you know, Oakland ready to select Kyle Luck? No, I wouldn't. I honestly would not because Gruden, uh, he's viewed as what, a quarterback whisperer, right? Quarterback uh, guy that he knows his quarterbacks. And if he thinks Locke is the man, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised. But I would just find it interesting. You just traded for Antonio Brown, and now you're going to pair him with a rookie quarterback? Do you want Antonio Brown in the ear of your rookie quarterback? I don't think no. that's something you really want. <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm absolutely right. Oh, yeah, I see that story, too. Uh, Antonio Brown's 84. Apparently, uh, their tight end butler, he wears 84. I don't think he's giving up the jersey. Hey, Brown, pony up. <laughs> That's the best. I'm no-name guy. Yeah, you pay me for my jersey. I won't just take a Rolex. Whatever you, whatever you got, give to me. Uh, I don't know if that's going to fly. I don't know if this guy Butler will be on a team. I think yeah, he may not have a choice there. Yeah, hey, Butler, uh, the, the number's available because you're gone. He gone. <laughs> that'd be great. Yeah, I think if, uh, if you go for him a Rolex, you better take the Rolex, buddy. Uh, that'd be my guess. Uh, maybe you get, get $84,000. That sounds fair. You want the eighty four? Yeah. Yeah, eighty four thousand. That's good. Or he might give him eight dollars and forty cents, George. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking at Paul Butler now. He's number. He's number five on my depth chart. There. Yeah, hey, he Paul should Butler. take whatever he gets. Yeah, if Antonio Brown offers you a Snickers, take it. Take the Snickers, buddy. It satisfies. 
Uh, George, well, we haven't talked about hockey for two shows. It's a new record, but we got to go through uh, the lines, I guess. There's a few games going on tonight uh, for betting purposes. At uh, 120, we'll break down NASCAR and uh, give you some other stuff, too. First in the NBA, uh, Kawhi Leonard out for Toronto, guys, if you're betting that game. 335 action. Uh, the Mo- Toronto Raptors open up as a one-and-a-half-point favorite. It's now uh, Miami minus two, total 216-and-a-half. 335 game. Philadelphia at home to Indiana. Joel Embiid probable, so he will be playing for uh, the 76ers that line because of that news up from four to six and a half total 217 and a half uh 605 start the atlanta hawks minus two against uh, new orleans total 238 in that basketball game and the memphis grizzlies and orlando orlando opened up as two point favorites now one point favorite on the road at memphis total in that game 207 george i was looking at the board today i've already uh, put in a, a few uh, bets that i have it was a great night last night except for the dallas stars cost a big parlay, but lots of big juice in the opener. Things get going at uh, 5.05 tonight, uh, Florida and Detroit. Um, interesting stuff. If Luongo starts, I'm probably going to put Florida in Panthers, but this other kid, uh, he's kind of a train wreck, this young goalie they have in for him, but uh, I think Detroit, they probably packed it in. Total six, Florida laying 225, Kurtz. Yeah, uh, listen, Detroit, they, they do look like they've packed it in. Florida's not that far behind them, mind you. Uh, Samuel Montembeau is the guy you're talking about. In yeah, he's net. horrible. Well, Possibly in net. I don't want to say he isn't. I, right now, they neither team has uh, got a confirmed starter. We do expect it to be Luongo versus Howard, but we don't know for sure yet. Uh, bottom line is this. Panthers have something to play for. Technically, they have something to play for. I know they're not going to get the playoffs. Okay, they're not. But, you know, hey, technically they could go here. It's a game. I mean, Detroit, is, they have Manta. And to, uh, that's it. That's really all they have. And what's the other guy? Yeah. Anthanasio? Uh, yeah, I can't, I can't pronounce his name. So I, was, I wasn't God. going there. Yeah, that's when, I, when you said Giannis, I go, you remember Antikupa? I go, Greek freak? It's the same thing. Like, I never put that guy in my uh, daily fantasy. I, guess I, can't, I always butcher his name. <laughs> this is it's not hard. too many scores here. Uh, I, and we, you've, you've discussed many times, Florida does not, there's no home ice advantage there. Right, I mean, you're gonna have 13 fans in the building, so it's not like they're gonna get a boost out of there. I think I'd go with Detroit just because it's plus 185. I'll take the chance that I can cover the goal and a half yeah. here. On the over under, yeah. that six and a half seems high to me too. Um, it's six. I don't think it's I'm taking six. it. I got yeah. six. Uh, six is right. I think six is right. But what I'm looking at here is six and a half. I think I'd go under. Yeah, if I get six and a half, I'm going under. I see six. My, my, I'm on two sites. I see a six with 30% juice to the over, and a couple other sites have the six and a half. But you're right. I don't feel comfortable laying a puck and a half with Florida. I might take them in regulation if I do, or in parlays. But laying 225 with Florida seems to be a very, very dangerous move. And we've done it before, Georgia, a.k.a. the Ottawa game, and we paid the price. Uh, a second game on the docket, Capitals at home to Winnipeg Jets. Interesting, Copley, Phoenix Copley will get the start for Washington uh, today, not Holtby. Connor Hellebuck uh, for Winnipeg. Capitals laying 45.50 cents, uh, depending where you shop, six and a half. I have a lean to the Capitals in this game after the Jets feeding the crap out of Carolina. I think Washington still gets it done with Copley. Yeah, I'm surprised it's Copley. You know, I would, I'd feel a whole lot better about this if it was Holtby. Copley's been up, down, up, down of late. Uh, yeah, more down. Actually, yeah, I'm actually leaning towards the Jets here because of Copley. Uh, I did not expect him to start. There was, Washington didn't play yesterday. There's no reason for Copley to be in there. I don't know why, uh, why they would do that. I, I wonder if it's also because they realize, you know, the Islanders are playing pretty bad of late. We're not really worried about them anymore. We're going to beat them. So we can afford to give Holtby a little bit more rest here. But I'm surprised it's Copley. I, I, when I say I'm leaning towards the Jets, I'm not going to put any money on it because uh, I don't really trust either team here. But it is making me think the over is going to come in. Yeah, six and a half. I'm looking at the over, too. I think uh, we know one thing about Winnipeg. They can score goals. They can also give up goals uh, on the road in Washington. They could score goals. So I think we can get to seven as well. I, I have a lean to the Capitals and the over in that game. Great one uh, later on tonight. Boston at Pittsburgh. Uh, George, minus uh, 115 for Pittsburgh. Uh, it looks like Halak will start for Boston. to Smith for the Pittsburgh Penguins. That's what we have now. Almost a pick em, but uh, the Penguins laying 15 cents. I really want to take Boston. That's how uh, Pittsburgh played, lost to Columbus yesterday. Bruins are a damn good hockey team. Yeah, Halak is actually confirmed, so he will start for them. We expect it to be to Smith because Murray played yesterday and lost uh, to Columbus. Uh, 
Bigger game for Pittsburgh. Much bigger game for Pittsburgh. Yes. Uh, uh, than it is for uh, Boston. Boston's already locked up. Well, they're playing for pretty much home ice against Toronto. See what goes on there. I think Boston's got, what, 19-game point scoring streak now? 18. Got at least yeah. Oh, no, not a 19. Yeah, they did it again. 19. Yeah, yeah, 19. You are correct. Again. You are correct, George. Was it, they weren't impressive yesterday. You know, only took care of Ottawa by a goal. So I wonder if this uh, – I think, I think they're at the tail end of it. I think it's coming to an end shortly. And I do wonder if tonight's the night. Uh, both teams on back-to-back, though. Casey to Smith. He's another one's been up and down. Halak generally has been much better than him. It's another game I'm not touching, but I lean towards Boston here. I do because of the goaltender. DeSmith has been more poor than good, and I think one of that comes back tonight. Both teams playing on the second half of back-to-back. You don't know how that's going to work here. I lean Boston, but I'm not touching it. Another great game uh, later on tonight. I've already pulled the trigger. if Mal- I think Malcolm Subban might start for Vegas, and uh, if it does, I feel very good about Calgary. Uh, this line opened up at 145, down, bet down to 135 I'm seeing on some sites. Uh, I like Calgary to get it done at home. I know the Flames have been struggling, horrible game against the Leafs, and they haven't been playing their best hockey. Vegas is very, very good, but I think it's a big game, bigger game for Calgary at home. I think they bring their air game. Give me the Flames, George. Uh, what do you think about this game? Uh, you're right about the goaltenders. Uh, it's going to be Riddich and net for... Uh... For Calgary and probably uh, Subban and Vegas. Once again, Vegas yeah. played last night. Uh, Mike Andre Fleury played, uh, so I don't think I don't think they'll go back to back. There's really no reason to. Calgary's not playing well of late. They're not. Uh, I wonder. I wonder if they're starting to feel the pressure of uh, you know trying to get first place uh, in the division. You know, hold off San Jose there, and I just wonder if they're starting to feel it, Cam. Uh, it, it just seems to me they are, and they're not playing quite. They're still a good team. Don't get me wrong, but I think they're starting to feel it a little bit about where we are. In the season here, uh, the, the Sharks have passed them now. With that win last night, Sharks have a uh, first place yep. in the division. They're up by a point here, which means Calgary and Vegas would play in the first round. Uh, another thing to look at, Vegas has had a hold over Calgary. Yes. They I mean, they, they've had the history says Vegas is going to do well here. And if, if Vegas wins this game tonight, they'll only be six points behind, which is still a lot. But six points behind with 12 to play. Yeah. It's catchable to get home to get home ice versus Calgary in that first round. So it is important to Vegas. That being said, I agree with you. <laughs> I'm, uh, I was just playing devil's advocate. I'm going with uh, Calgary as well here. Just a much more important game to them. And Subban and Nett, mm, it's hard to trust him, although he has played better of late. Yeah, I, I think it's just a game where you could stop the bleeding there and you're going to do it against a good team. I have a feeling the Flames are going to be like really, really fired up tonight and, and ready to rock. But to your point, they haven't been playing their best, but I think it's a good spot for them tonight. And finally, I like, <clears throat> sorry, George, I like this game a lot better at 145, up to 170. I like the Ducks, but now I got to parlay it. That's ridiculous. Ducks should not be 70 cents over anyone over your, your rec league teams that you ref there, George, but uh, the Kings are that bad. Anaheim minus 170, low total, five flat not even a five and a half expecting nothing in this game you know what these teams aren't very good maybe they will get get over to that number i gotta lean to the over at five and i like the ducks but i don't like laying 70 cents george well you know my theory when if the over is that low i gotta go over it's pretty much just on principle i gotta assume they can score a couple of freaking goals yeah i mean that's all you're asking for you're not asking for a lot a couple Think about this two two is a push you can't lose if it's two two, okay. Well, three two, we push. Like, yeah, I, I, I got it. But yeah, five. That's too low. And it's not like a playoff game or anything. Like these teams are going nowhere, so there might be some fights, some penalties, some other stuff. I wouldn't be surprised. The last game the Ducks have been playing, they've been scoring goals too. The last games they were over against Montreal. They scored a lot of goals there, and they were over against St. Louis, where St. Louis came back and won that game when the Ducks are winning. I think the overs the play. I agree. Uh, I'm, I'm totally going. Listen, five was almost an automatic, and you said it well, perfect. Ducks are scoring goals of late. That was a 5-4 win over St. Louis. They scored eight goals the other night. I, I understand eight goals is pretty much a month's worth of actions of the Ducks here. Uh, but I'll, I'll take my chances. Once again, I'll take, I got to assume. It's, I'll take 3-2 and an empty net goal. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think I think we can e- easily, easily get to five in this game. So, yeah, there's the there's the hockey board right there. So what, I guess, George, we'll do, do them at the end. But looking at the board right now, top plays for you would be the total of that game. And uh, Calgary, you like what I do, and you're a little bit uh, actually yes, and you like the over Winnipeg, Washington, if uh, with Copley uh, going there too. So you're, you're you're playing Tommy totals today. You're more than uh, Sammy sides. You're uh, Tom total. You like uh, the over unders a lot more than the sides today, like yesterday. Yeah, how much I bet will depend on. I gotta look at where I am for the week once again. To say today, Sunday, yeah. it's Sunday. Oh, yeah. Sunday, gotta meet the man. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've had a quiet week this week because I took a, I ref three straight nights. So I didn't. I, I haven't really bet since. Uh, I think the last time I talked to you, and not yesterday, uh, Tuesday. 
I went wow. bet heavy on Tuesday, but went, yeah, because I, I was refing. Oh, that's not true. I'm sorry. I came home. I, I had a late night bet one night because I got, got home a little early from refing. So, uh, but I've been kind of quiet. So uh, I'm good either way here. But uh, I'm not loving anything tonight, mind you. So I don't think I will. I will have some bets. It won't nothing high. Nothing more than probably twenty, thirty dollars at most. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I'm gonna get, get as high as fifty or anything. So I'm not really. I'm not loving anything. Even the five. I'll, that's probably my highest bet tonight. Of uh, the over on of uh, the over on the Kings Ducks. Vegas Golden Knights Flames. There'll be something on that in the Flames' favor, but nothing major. I don't trust Boston Pittsburgh and the Winnipeg Washington. Same thing. Uh, I like the over. Lately, I'll tell you, Cam. Past couple of weeks, I've been doing much more over unders than I have straight up uh, on the lines. Because it seems like even when we get a bad team versus a good team, yeah, sure, the good team that I've been on won, but they don't cover. It's always a goal. They went by, by Boston yesterday. Went by a goal. I need a goal and a half, you bastards. Why is that, George? It's kind of interesting. Is it, is it this time of the year where you're just saying teams like going for it a little bit more if they need that extra point or whatever? There's got to be a philosophy. But I'm. I even looked out and I retweeted. They had like the odds of the first period overs, and Chicago's like almost seventy five percent. Like other than Dallas, like most of these games, like they're scoring early goals. Like there just seems to be less defense going on right now. I, I guess from a betting perspective, you got to jump all over. A lot of these first period over unders want one and a half uh, people are crushing them i wonder if it's just that once again it's the the, the slog times you know it, oh, the playoffs are so close that we want to get to the playoffs want to get to the playoffs i also think they look at like boston yesterday looked at ottawa and said <laughs> they got nothing left it's an easy game and maybe you don't have that edge you know oh, they traded the shane they traded stone they traded this guy that guy and the other guy and you, you don't just don't take him as seriously you know, oh my god this game's harder than we thought and it's so tough to get that once you slow down to get that edge back you know, they get that adrenaline back going. I think that plays a part of it uh, as well, is that these good teams, they assume that once again, throw the helmets out on the ice, we'll beat them, and it's not coming yeah. through right now. No, it's not. And, and I also like the angle for taking some of these call-ups and stuff. Like, you've been seeing, like, look at the way the Ducks have been playing recently. Like, guys like Daniel Sprong and a lot of their young guys are really stepping up. And when you're playing with house money and you got nothing to lose, uh, these guys have been stepping up and playing better hockey. Coming up, Sean, he's our buddy. We're going to talk a little Vroom Vroom NASCAR on the other side, go through the betting board, DFS, and a whole lot more. It's the Weekend Fantasy Update NASCAR after the break. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Action, fellas. That was for our boy Yang, Cam Stewart, George Kurt. Weekend fantasy and betting update here. We got a little NASCAR today, a little vroom vroom. Liberty Finder, our buddy, wanted to uh, break it down. And I'll tell you one thing uh, the Prince, Sean Angle, he knows a lot about uh, NASCAR, a hell of a lot more than uh, me and George. I know a little bit, but not uh, the way the Prince does, Prince. So we're going to bring you on here and uh, break it down. We talked a little bit about it yesterday, but uh, what do we got going on here, Prince? We got the Ticket Guardian uh, 500. Uh, interesting, too. Looking at the board, uh, a couple guys really, really favored in this. You don't see guys at these uh, with these prices. I see uh, Kevin Harvick at uh, plus 250, Kyle Busch plus 275, really low. And then after that, we get uh, Brad Kozlowski at 7-1, to one, Joey Logano at 8, Chase Elliott at 8, Martin Truex Jr. at Eight. What do you think there, uh, Prince, uh, this race here? There, uh, It almost seems like from the betting perspective, you got to have uh, Ky- Kevin Harvick or Kyle Busch in there. These guys are really, really at low odds compared to the other dudes. Well, as they say about Kevin Harvick, they call him the Desert Master for a very good reason. He's the Cup Series driver with the most wins all time at this track with nine. And if he wins again today, he's going to become the sixth different driver in Cup Series history to have 10 or more wins at a particular track in the Cup Series, which is a very impressive statistic right there. But as for Harvick's chances, I think he's going to be one of the ones to beat. Ever since the last time we talked, 
final practices happen, and Harvick was right near the top of the charts in both fastest lap and 10 consecutive lap average categories. And with the fact that he's starting in eighth, that's still close enough to the front that I could definitely see him getting there. He's going to compete for the win today. I got to ask you, uh, Sean, it's like NASCAR, it's kind of like horses for courses in golf. Like there's certain guys that really do well on certain type of tracks. So why does Harvick, I guess you say in this in this race, why is he like uh, desert racing so much? Is, why does it play to his strengths? The track just falls right to his strength. He's raced on them many times. He's one of the most experienced guys out there. And short tracks, especially one of this caliber where they're flat and they're no banking and they're all just short, this falls right towards his driving style. And he could just be as aggressive as he wants and he could just get right to the front. And he usually has good cars to back him up too. It's one thing to be a skilled driver, but if you have the car to back yourself up too, you also have that potential in order to win races. And Harvick's looks like he's got both of those again this week well we're always looking for a winner there buddy and uh, put some money put some money in our pockets at 250 you said it harvick's got to be he is the favorite right now with bush just behind there so you know what? hey it's kind of if you if you like him and you're going to get that price there prince I, I can understand maybe you put 50 bucks try to win like you know 125 but out of the other guys at uh kozlowski at seven logano eight chase elliott martin truex danny hamlin uh what, what are the what are the type of guys that you like other if you're not going to bet on harvick which guys do you have circled in kind of the mid-tier range well if you're going just below Harvick, you got to like Kyle Busch, of course, because he's the most recent winner at the track. But you also yep. have to like Joey Logano, especially after how well he was doing in final practice, going toe-to-toe -to -toe with Harvick. Logano starts just a few spots further back, but not too, too far back to the point where he's not going to really be as much of a factor. Logano is going to be a factor in this race, too, especially since... That final practice session, and again, I'm going to stay it. Final practice is about as close as you can get towards actual race conditions in this case. So Logano and Harvick, I think they're going to be the two that are going to go toe-to-toe -to -toe out of this top group right here. Yeah, and you're getting him at 8-1, to one, so we, we like a little bit of line value. I was going to say, Sean, uh, from a guy that not to win, but kind of like what I do in golf, and I find NASCAR very similar to golf, only one guy wins the race, but you can do top 10 and top 20 betting. So when you're looking at the uh, board of guys, uh, you know, I see like Paul Menard, 80-1, to one, Byron, 80-1, to one, Newman, uh, what is he, 65, Suarez. Out of, out of these guys that are, you know, deep odds guys or value seekers, which type of guy do you think could have a good result who's not going to win the race and you get a nice price on him maybe put him in like a, a top 10 type of bet uh throwing a little flyer out there and trying to win some money on a top five top 10 guy well there's a few of those different sorts of drivers this week right now uh you go a little further down you got eric almarola starting 14th but he has a very good looking car that could even challenge for the top five right now and you got kurt bush who showed top 10 speeds in the final practice but on top of that william byron like you mentioned is looking pretty good too he's already starting in the top 10 and even though i th think he's going to drop maybe a spot or two from his starting position he's still going to compete for a top 10 spot because he has a car that is that good and the same can be said for alex Bowman. Both Bowman and Byron are teammates, and they're starting 6th and 7th today. Phoenix at, or ISM, both of those names are applicable for this track. Uh, both of these, <laughs> both of these uh, drivers here, Byron and Bowman, they've both shown good speeds, and they're teammates together, and starting towards the front is a good thing to have here because it's not as easy to pass at this track in comparison to other ones. So I guess when I'm looking at, uh, usually me and Marenzi, uh, we put these things together, get a NASCAR team together. Who is a must-play, I guess, Sean? Uh, when you're putting a lineup together, obviously Harvick, he is the most expensive at 12800 Kyle Busch, 12200 Kozlowski is about eleven six. Truex Jr. So who, who do I build? Who are a couple guys I have to build around, and then we'll find some medium and low-priced uh, tier guys to put our team together. Where would you start putting the puzzle together, Sean? Well, you got to start the puzzle right up top, Cam. You got to go either with Harvick or Logano as the guys to start with in your lineup. These are the two guys that I am expecting are going to go toe-to-toe -to -toe right at the end of this thing, and they're going to be the ones competing for the win. Other than that, the next best guy that I say that you have to kind of start is Eric Almarola. Starting 14th, he's got some nice uh, room for place differential there, and he's showing good speeds throughout all of the practices. So I'm definitely thinking that Almarola is going to be another one of those guys guys that you really need to build around too. 
other than that, well, looking down the ladder, we got a few guys here. Kurt Busch, like mentioned earlier, starting in 16th. Definitely another one of those place differential guys. You got Clint Boyer starting 26, who can definitely climb his way up and at least get close to the top 10. You also have Jimmy Johnson, Austin Dillon, Alex Bowman, William Byron, all these different guys here. These are drivers that I'm expecting to either maintain position or at least climb up a few spots before the whole race ends. Well, uh, Sean, I'm a greedy guy, and I tried to put Harvick and uh, Logano and El Almirola in my lineup. It's, I'm just doing the math. It's not going to work, so i got to bounce Logano. So give me some cheap guys. Is there any guys within, like out of McDowell, 5,500, David Reagan, 5,600, uh, Chastain, 5,700, Ty Dillon, 5,900, Wallace, uh, 6,000, uh, Busher, uh, 6,600. Can you give me a couple real low price guys? Because, uh, you know what, Sean? I've uh, I blew my wad already. I already spent it. I got to save now, so I got to do some backtracking. So my favorite out of the guys, say, around like Boucher and below, of course you got to go Boucher too. He's always been one of the more consistent guys when it comes to every different sort of track type. But another driver that I'm really liking this week out of the bargain guys now is Ty Dillon, especially out of that final practice session. And you compare his practice speed in that final session in comparison to some of these other drivers, Ty Dillon has shown the best speeds just out of all these bargain guys here. So that's the person I'm definitely going to be rolling with in a couple of my lineups here too. So, okay, uh, so I got to think then, if I got $6,700 left for my last guy, Ryan Priest, Dibaten, uh, Dibatetto, I don't know about Wallace, he's 6000 Chastain, who, who do I, uh, I can't, I was going to put Menard or somebody in there, I can't fit Byron in, I'm a little bit uh, $300 too cheap, who would you slip in there uh, for $6,700, Sean, I got one more piece of the puzzle left. For 6700 I was going to say that if you could afford Menard, he wouldn't be a bad choice because I expect him to maintain by the end of the race. But if you're going to go a little bit cheaper than that, of course, like mentioned before, Boucher, Ty Dillon. Other than that, really, you just got Benedetto and Priest, who I think they are likely to maintain, if not pick up one spot by the end of the race, too. Okay, Sean. Well, this is what I got uh, before the final picks here. So here's my uh, lineup that uh, you could tell me how it sounds. I got Harvick at $12,800, Elmerola at $9,600, Clint Boyer at $8,400, your boy Boucher at $6,600, Ryan Priest at sixty-four, and bottom at the quarter bin, Ty Dillon. 300-year change, Prince. 300-year change. It's not a bad sounding lineup to me. <laughs> so, and if I have to bet, so if I have to bet two guys on this race, you're saying uh, bite the bullet with Harvick and take a shot. So Harvick at plus two fifty, Logano plus eight hundred. Those are the two guys that you're looking from the top tier and the bottom tier to bet to win the race. Yeah, absolutely. Harvick, this is his track. If he if he doesn't win here, he's gonna definitely at least compete for that win. He's finished in the top five in each in about the last six races at this track, so it's gonna be really hard to bet against him. Well, thanks a lot there, Sean. I gotta put that lineup in together. I'm gonna uh, follow your lead with Joey Logano at uh, eight to one. Maybe I'll shop around for something better, and maybe I can get Kevin Harvick at three to one instead of plus two fifty. That's why we got uh, different sports books. You gotta shop around. Thanks, Prince. I really appreciate it, buddy. Vroom vroom, vroom vroom. Uh, do you actually want to <laughs> hear one of my lineups, Cam? Yeah, actually, you know what? That's exactly what, yes. Give me one of your lineups, actually. Who cares about my lineup? I want to hear your lineup. <laughs> so here's a lineup that I set up for DraftKings here. Now, I got both Kevin Harvick and Joey Logano, and then I, wow. ha I have William Byron, Ty Dillon, Boucher, and Bowman. Okay, do you say that? So Harvick, Logano, Boyer, Boucher, and Dillon? No, Harvick, Logano, Ty Dillon, William yes. Byron, Boucher, and Bowman. How much change? And it still leaves me with a hundred change. A hundred change. We'll go. We'll go. Me and uh, George. We'll go hit the Sizzler. That's a good lineup. <laughs> there you go. Thanks, Sean. Yeah, yeah. See, it's the Prince. See, George. Uh, the Prince knows it all. A hundred change too. Go to BJ's. <laughs> Sizzler closed here quite a few years ago, man. It ain't going to Sizzler in New York. Uh, you don't like Sizzler? Come on. It closed, man. They, they don't have Sizzler here anymore. At least not yeah, anywhere near where I am. No, no more Ponderosa. No, no Ponderosas either. I love. I used to love Ponderosa. Ponderosa. I don't think so. I think that's gone. I don't think I've ever been at Ponderosa anyway, but I've heard of them. No ground round. Okay, that's gone too. 
So what's the big restaurants around there? What, the, like Applebee's? Yeah, sure. You got the Applebee's, your TGI Fridays. Uh, what's the, uh, the one that always had the problem with the lettuce, uh, with tomato, uh, Chipotle? Uh, I hate that, that place. People, I sort of why. I don't like that at all. But people, people love, love that. Oh, I know. People love oh, I'm going to Chipotle. I'm like, no, really? That They have one right in Toronto, too. Like, I've been there a few times. I'm like, never satisfied. I actually go in there. I'm very, actually, I've been there, and I've been very disappointed, I think, every time I've been in there. Like, I gave them another chance, and that didn't work. No, I, I, I just I went in there once with my cause my niece likes it, and I yeah. looked at it, I'm like this doesn't look good this doesn't look advertising I'll pass you know I'm Italian <laughs> listen I'm an Italian food guy I go to the Italian restaurant yeah. man of course I, you I, do. I get pizza I get a meatball hero I get some chicken either way I'm I'm gonna be happy so matter of fact there's a good chance it's where I'm going in about a half an hour that sounds good yeah George I'm gonna go and probably like stuff my face and uh, that's the difference Kurtz is going to the gym and then he's gonna stuff his face uh, I just don't have the gym in in my routine that's uh, that's the problem. I got some scores for you, George. So uh, I'm very, very close with my Cincinnati money line. The Bearcats up 43-41, 13.56 left in the second there. Illinois and Penn State, Penn State cruising. They were a big favorite in this game, 54-41, 10.27 left, guys. And uh, uh, I was uh, pulling for Rutgers there. I'm glad I was going to bet Indiana, too. Damn it. Indiana's up 68-46 on Rutgers. It looks like uh, Rutgers is uh, running out of gas there in that college basketball game. And as I mentioned, coming up uh, basically after the show, 2 o'clock, we got some uh, conference tournament action. Bradley and uh, Northern Iowa. Northern Iowa, a pedigree team that seems to have a very, very down year. But that's the beautiful thing about the tournament, George. You get you get hot in your conference tournament. You win. You get to the big dance. And uh, I probably tend to lean to a team that's uh, been there, done that with the pedigree. So they, I had them yesterday. We went 3-0 and on the show with the college picks. I'm going back to the Northern Iowa uh, Panthers. Uh, alma mater of Kurt Warner, Northern Iowa. Woohoo! Woo! How about Iowa? <laughs> uh, I like Kurt Warner, what he said about Rosen, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, yeah, give me some news there, George. What do we got for you? A couple of news and notes to you uh, hockey fans out there. Jacob Voracek and Jack Eichel will both have a uh, little meeting with the uh, well, phone meeting with the Department of Player Safety. I expect both to get at least a one-game suspension for doing not-so-nice things yesterday. And uh, a little interesting factoid that I just saw on Twitter. And uh, if Bartolo Colon doesn't sign... With the major league team this season, there won't be a player, an active player who has played at Tiger Stadium for the first time since 1912. Wow, <laughs> that's kind of interesting. That's different. Yeah, that's you a see this fact? Yeah, that's kind of a you said. Did you see this idiot soccer fan too? This one's all over Twitter. Uh, this guy jumped, basically came out of the stands, and he punched um, Aston Villa's. Uh, player Jack Grillish in the in, in the back of the head. This guy might do like hard time here. He, like he ran from the stands. I'm not sure if you've seen it, George, but in a premiership game, the guy comes out of the stands and punches a player in the back of the head. Uh, I know uh, usually that's why we don't have Morgana the kissing bandit and those things anymore. Like I'll tell you something, man, you got to have a lot of kahunas to jump on the field now with things like this happening. Who knows if you don't have a knife or whatever. Don't be surprised if a player or somebody uh, carves you up after doing something that stupid. I would not be surprised if this uh, British guy does hard time for that. You can't jump on a field and attack a, a player absolutely not and he should do hard time for it. you should uh, that, that's a joke what are you doing yeah, did you, did you mean, see this it's crazy the guy comes out of nowhere and punches the guy in the back of the head uh aston villa versus a uh, birmingham fan runs on the field punch jack grillish right in the back of the head like i don't know these guys like i i get it like i love sports as much as the next guy and losing bet but to, to come out on the pitch and actually go there and attack a player man this guy's lucky he's he's not dead they got they gotta get it, it i don't know how you curtail this stuff right because it's a field or anything like that like what do you do george we talked about changes in baseball but that's scary stuff if i saw a fan coming at me i don't know if he's got got a, got a knife in his uh, sock or something like that very very concerning Absolutely. I mean, we've seen it in baseball. Remember the uh, well, the coach of the uh, was it the Royals and a White Sox game got attacked? Oh yeah, him ago? and his kid. Oh, that was wild. That was nuts. Uh, I, I mean, uh, Monica Sellis in a tennis match. Yes, yes. Pretty much really. I think it really ended her career. It did. So well, that, yeah, she was scared after that. Like, imagine that happening to you, and you're playing in a tennis match. You'd be always thinking you're looking over your shoulder. You can't concentrate. It did ruin I mean, it. Like, it, 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 it did ruin it. has to be the back of your mind. I was at her comeback match, actually. She had it after that. She was in Toronto. Oh, yeah, she was, never, she, was ne- she was never the same after that. I feel really bad for her because at that time, George, she was, like, the best in the world. And then... And then the, the the incident totally rattled her. Like she, that's that's horrible to do that to somebody. Like, I get it. You know, athletes make money. We take shots of them and stuff. But what a, what kind of douchebag idiot does does something like that? And yeah, now you you're you're afraid for the rest of your life. Like that's that's scary stuff. 
It is scary stuff. And he's like a tennis. They're so close. There's no way anybody's going to get to them. Exactly. Get to you. You know, so mm-hmm. it's uh, it's it is scary. I just saw the video of what happened in the uh, soccer Nuts. match. That's uh, can you believe that? It's just, I mean, yeah, you're real tough hitting somebody from behind. Go face to face with the guy can knock exactly. your teeth in. Because odds are that's what he'd probably do. You know, rather than being uh, attacking somebody from behind, which is you know. <laughs> Fans to get way out of control. I, I know yeah. we we like to yell and scream on these shows, but well, we're in control. I'm not going to a, a stadium and yelling at a player uh, other than boo. I'm not going to yeah. go in his face and start yelling. They they're human. It's a game. It's a game. And they, they for the most part they're doing the best they can. And you're mad at somebody. And he was a fan of the other team, right? So he was mad what? Because uh, his team lost. You know, it's just it's silly and it's uh, something I'll never understand why fans do such, uh, such idiotic things. No, it's, it's ridiculous. I hope this guy does hard time. Stupid goof. Anyway, that's George Kurtz. I'm Cam Stewart. This is the Weekend Fantasy Update. We'll go through our picks. It's 140. we got one more segment to go, and we're going to bust down the board. Give us your best picks of the day, DFS, and a whole lot more. Weekend Fantasy Update. Stay tuned, everybody. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Hey, George, if they could only hear the prince uh, between we uh, coming on air, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. It is. They, they don't hear the stuff behind the scenes that goes on here. And uh, it's awesome. it? I don't even know. Is this Night Court? I feel like I'm in an episode of Night Court. Seinfeld. I never watched Seinfeld. Watch si- <laughs> no. That's what Dark Colonel Kurtz. It's honestly, it's things like that that make you let me like you even more. Like everybody and their mother seen like every episode of Seinfeld 20 times. Never seen Seinfeld. That's about Night Court. <laughs> Night Court. I've, I've, I've rarely seen Night Court either. I know, I know the song. I didn't. I had no idea that was uh, the Seinfeld song. Uh, yeah, that's there. It's, it's, it sounds a little bit like Night Court. Why did you watch Seinfeld? It's just not. It's not your thing, or what? what? Uh, you know, I saw him as a uh, stand-up comedian. I thought he was okay, but not really all that. Not yeah. something I wanted to watch in a show week in and week out. And I know what everybody has always told me. Well, it's not really about Seinfeld. It's about Kramer and the other. I don't care. Yeah. Okay, it just, uh, it just didn't. Uh, and I like. Uh, what is it? Uh, pull out. Paul Alexander, what the guy who yeah, was well, the Yankees yeah, George? The show? Yeah. George, yeah, 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 I like yeah, George. Yeah, George, yeah, he's good. Jason Alexander. Yes, he did. Jason Alexander, I was close. I don't know where. I don't know who Paul Alexander is. Did you ever watch <laughs> a um, a show, uh, a cartoon called Duckman? No, no, I, I've seen. Like I, I know of Duckman, but I haven't seen Duckman. I watched Jason Family Alexander. Guy and Simpsons and stuff like that. Maybe a little yeah. Bob's Burgers or something. You know. Jason Alexander was the voice of Duckman. So that's why I brought, oh. brought that up. It was about, it was about a perver- uh, it was about a perverted dog, you know, cartoon duck. He was perverted a duck? Uh, private. A pri- he was a private investigator. The whole show He's a private was really- dick. <laughs> that's a duck. Duck. <laughs> and the whole show was about you know, every, every sexual uh, you know innuendo you could possibly think of was on that show. And I was his two assistants were like Teddy with teddy bears, and it seemed like every episode he would kill them. <laughs> You know, he threw him into a fan and turned him into feathers, turned him and put him in ice cube maker and turned him into ice cubes. It was just funny to see how he'd kill them every episode. It's the best. And his two, his two associates were teddy bears. <laughs> it was a cartoon. Do you know many private uh, ducks, dicks that are ducks? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, no. No, horny ducks. <laughs> I think what are we going to uh, do? I think his partner was a pig, if I remember correctly. Well, why not? Yeah, why not? Pigs and ducks. It's, it's cool. What are we going to do with this uh, DFS today, uh, George? What game? I'm trying to put together a hockey lineup before the picks. Uh, what game or what team, when you look at it right now, um, Calgary, are they a team that you're targeting today? Maybe Washington at home to Winnipeg? Uh, what are some of the guys that you're thinking about doing the old uh, Colonel Kurt stack with? Well, I'm going the over, all right, in the Washington-Peg uh, uh, game. So uh, I think a uh, goal is going to be scored there. Uh, uh, I, I just don't like Copley at all. So I'm going to I'm gonna. I don't know if I'm going to stack one team or just one game. Leaning toward a stack of one game there. I'm going to have some Bruins in my lineup as well. That's the Smith and Net for Pittsburgh, and he's another goalie I don't really like here. I got to tell you, what I'm having a problem with tonight is what goalie do I start? Do I go with Gibson? You know, I think I'm leaning towards actually going with John Gibson in this game. I, I agree. No, I think honestly, Gibson 
Gibson is the best option. I was going to say Copley, but no, the Jets can still score. Uh, John Gibson at home against the Kings, I think, is definitely the best option. Let's see, take a look here. Uh, Murray's too much of a risk against Boston. Jonathan Quick, no, I think they're going to lose the game. Hellebuck, no. Uh, Halak's a real chance. They're at Pittsburgh. It was in Boston. May, you know, I don't think I'm going to go there. Uh, no, no. And, 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 and Vegas, uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't even trust uh, Subban or uh, Riddich. So the, the answer through process of elimination is uh, Gibson Guitars. We're going with John Gibson. Yeah, I think, uh, and listen, I don't, you know, it's so hard to trust Anaheim. So this is one of those states where I just don't love. I mean, I really just don't love the slate here for goaltenders, and that, that's going to be a problem for me. Uh, I'm going to end up going with Gibson because, once again, you, you just go up and down it. I mean, who else do we trust here? Uh, Luongo? I, I could give some thought to that, but no. Uh, I wish uh, Flurry would be in net against the Flames. I just, with that hold they'd had over him, I'd probably go there. It just comes down to that. I think it's your best matchup here. Uh, I like Halak, but it's, they're playing Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh can score some goals. I think Boston might still win that game. But five four four three doesn't shock me, and that's not uh, that's not enough for me. I'll go with the uh, Gibson. Anaheim's hot, playing well. Yeah. Kings don't generally score a lot of goals. What do we do for defensemen? Uh, such cheap guys. I was looking at uh, Ben Chariot for the Jets. Guy's coming off an eight point game. That's pretty pretty damn good. I'm not sure he's thirty five hundred dollars. Uh, a couple other guys. May, I know what T J Brody for Calgary. I, I know they're. Haven't been playing very well, but maybe a but a good spot. I think TJ Brody is going to be my guy tonight. Thirty seven hundred dollars, also due for a big game. You'll get a few more shots on goal, block shots, even without the points. He can still get you two and a half uh, points. So you had a point there. I think he could be a very nice steal for that price. So you you endorse Brody at thirty seven hundred dollars, George. Brody's a must for me. Once again, you get Copley in that. I like Brody. Uh, team can uh, score goals here. Uh, I'm thinking Brody. Uh, uh, Subban's in that. Uh, so, I'll, yeah, I'm going there. If I want to spend up a little bit, I probably don't. But if I want to, I like Jacob Truber as well. That's the guy who was thinking. Good of call. At first. I like Truber in this uh, game. Uh, McAvoy's playing better. For Boston against Pittsburgh, I'm, I'm looking to pick on certain goalies here. I want to pick on the Smith. I want to pick on Copley, guys that I don't really trust uh, all that much. I, you know, I looked at Fowler, but I don't know if I want to. Since I'm going with Gibson, I don't know if I'm going to have too many other ducks in my lineup there. I don't think I would trust good, them enough to go that way. A cheap duck, just like for a punt play, Devin Shore. He's, uh, I know he got 15 minutes last game. He had a goal and an assist against Montreal. He's playing a little bit. I'm just saying, like, for real cheap bargain bin, 2900 like, I think he's going to be my utility. Like, it's I also a Hannafin. good matchup. Hannafin, yes. 3200 That's a great call by you. Yeah, so yeah his, his, his recent play, he's been very bad defensively, minus two and whatever, but he still gets ice time. Yeah, you're right. Hannafin's interesting, but, uh, yeah, if Hannafin's... Do you prefer Hannafin over Brody? I kind of prefer Brody over Hannafin. I, I prefer Brody as well. I would go Brody over Hannafin. Uh, no, was a good guy. I was, do you endorse? I was going to give you a guy for Washington. What about Nick Jensen? 3,100. Just looked at him. Just looked at him. And I'm wondering if, uh, once again, uh, if great I minds, need, uh, George. Save great some minds. cash. <laughs> I think alike. It's He's all about cheap. money. How, how many stars do you want to go with? That's really what it comes down to. Yeah, I need a I need a really cheap centerman. Can you help me out? I got right now. I got Krejci. I have a centerman. I got Ovechkin, Wheeler, Goudreau. That's amazing. T.J. Brody, Jensen, Gibson. I need uh, my short probably going to be my utility. I need uh, I need a cheap centerman. I'm thinking or somebody in the mid range. What do you think about? No, we're I like Calgary over. I like Calgary against them. So Stone, no. Um, tough, if I needed to go tough. real, I mean, real cheap. I mean, no, I'm like four thousand, like four thousand type of like kind of in that range. Like, what about Little from the Jets? I was looking at uh, Cop. If you want to go real cheap, Cop. But I like Little as well. And what you were spending spending up a little bit more for Brian Little's better player. Uh, so I don't mind Brian Little. Listen, oh, Brian oh, Little, if he was on a normal team, would be a top six forward. So the fact that the Jets are loaded, it's just not fair that he gets put on the third line, uh, some second line time. I got a yes. guy for you. I got a guy for you. Take a look at his recent form, too. A steal at $4,200. Adam Henrique. Take a look at his last three games. The guy's been on fire. Henrique for the Ducks. Yeah, Henrique's like, well, they're scoring goals. All of a sudden, the Ducks are scoring Against goals. Against the Kings. Exactly. Like Silverberg. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put some Ducks. You know what? That's my, I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm going to put some Ducks in my lineup tonight. Quack, 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 quack. Duck quack, man. Quack, quack. Duck man. Duck man. That's right. See? It all comes that's around. Right. 
It does, yeah. I That's why I, I brought up Duckman. You say I, I get killed at the around. end of every show, right? It does, does Duckman kill other people, or does he get killed? He kills other people, right? No, I don't think I, other than he, he abuses assistants, I don't think anybody else ever dies on the show. <laughs> I think Silverberg, at, uh, if you're looking for some ducks, uh, Jacob Silverberg at uh, $4,800 is a nice price, I think, too, George. Absolutely. He's got, once again, oh, my he's God. He's, got he's their best player. In his last four games. The guy's on fire. Yep. Raquel, I might think about him as well. Raquel, Raquel, looking, yes. I don't think I do. I wouldn't do both, but if you want to go, well, they're both 4,800, so really pick, pick your poison there. But I, I might go uh, Raquel uh, also. I'm not, uh, since we're banking on Anaheim, I'm not going with any Kings. I'm not going that direction here. Corey Perry, I mean, Corey Perry's playing a little bit better of late as also, only 4,000. Good call. Yeah, no, it's actually funny because Corey Perry, people write him off for dead. He's been, he has been playing a lot better. Like that's a, that's a nice call. I think actually, you know, and the beautiful thing about the Ducks tonight is it's kind of like a, their, their players are cheap because people still think they're blowing, but they're playing a lot better and they're scoring. So you can get some value there. No, that's a great, great, uh, great call by you. See, uh, Drewzilla just sent you. Hey Cam, it's the summer of George Kurtz. It's uh, your boy Jason Alexander in a batting box. Yeah, Jason Alex, that's funny. It's so good. Yeah, I gotta see. <laughs> it's awesome. It's the summer of George Kurtz. <laughs> That's He's great. not very good, is he? George, I need you. Uh, I need. I need your help today. I have a golfer at hundred to one. Do you? Do you know anybody who like puts good vibes on things? Or I'm not saying Santeria or whatever. I got this guy Matt Wallace in golf at hundred to one. He's two shots back starting the day. I would really love to win. And like I have like thirty bucks, like to win like three grand. That would yeah, be that'd be nice. Really, like that's to me. That's like uh, life changing. Like take another trip to, you know, Atlantic City to go see March Madness and stuff like that. I'd really like to do that. I know Gabe and the gang are all going there, and I don't have the money right now, but it would be really nice. So, positive vibes. I got Matt Wallace. He's uh, two shots off the lead. Matthew Fitzpatrick leading at nine under. Uh, Keith Mitchell, huge day so far. Six under on the day. He's in the two hole. Rory McIlroy's there, which I'm very fearful of, and I got two other guys at seven. I, I got three. It's crazy, George. I got on my six pack. I got three guys at seven under, two shots off the lead. But I'm really worried that Rory McIlroy's the guy I got to catch. That's a problem because he's world class. Well, now we know what you'll be doing today. I'm watching golf. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're going to the gym. I'm watching golf, and uh, yeah, it's a little ice storm out there. So yeah, I'm just gonna yeah take her easy. I was gonna go grocery shopping, go down to the Costco, or uh, in your guys' case, BJ's to, to 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 load up. But no, I'll do that. I'll do that another day. So we'll see. What are your what are your uh, what are you looking at today, George? I'm gonna get my uh, DFS lineup. Do you have a do you have a lineup too that we could go over for? Uh, do you have a hockey lineup? It's gonna be nice. You can help me with the baseball lineup too. We got the optimizer coming up. Can't wait for baseball. It's going to be so much fun. Oh, we could go through the games, this, betting. Oh, I just can't wait. Uh, baseball to me is always uh, a special place. I mean, there's, there's nothing like opening day. I mean, foot, listen, I love football Sundays, and they're, they're me great. Too. But baseball opening day, I, I guess it's just more romantic. It's the only sport my father and I ever agreed uh, upon. Actually, it might be the only thing my father never agreed on, period, uh, was uh, baseball and the love of the Yankees. So uh, I love opening day. Uh, and I, I can't wait. Just can't wait for the deal. I could save it the 28th, not the 20th, when the Yankees play uh, Baltimore. So yes, I'm dying for uh, I'm dying for my my baseball here. As for uh, hockey lineup here, I am going with Gibson. I just don't see any other choice for me uh, other than go John Gibson in net there. I'd like to find somebody else. I truly would. Yeah, we mentioned our goalies already. Well, I am going to go oh, our goalies. I'm sorry, defensemen. All right, we mentioned them yep. already. Give me uh, give me Brody. All right, I'm going to go with Brody. Uh, he was 3700 here. And I haven't put the second one in yet. I'm not sure how much money I'm going to need to save here. Uh, for my uh, centers, uh, I'm going to, they're going to be my, my scorers tonight. They better be my scorers tonight. I'm not going to go with any of the Penguins. And I don't know how much I feel about them going up against Halak. Yeah. I am going with Patri- I'm going to go Bergeron. Though. Bergeron's putting up points lately. I'm afraid that sooner or later the Boston Bruins, this is coming to an end here. I know it's coming to an end. But uh, for now, I'm I'm going to ride it. I'm just going to ride it. They're playing too well here, and I'm going to uh, see how it ends. Let's see how it ends for you, Cam. How it yeah. ends for me here. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I was te- I was tempted on Backstrom for Washington. He's yeah. playing well too, uh, playing with Ovi here. But I want I do want to put Ovi in my lineup. So he's expensive. So I'm not going to go with both guys there. So I'm putting in Ovi at 7,600. Yeah. I am debate. I'm going to put in one of those ducks we mentioned. Silverberg or Raquel? I'm going with Silverberg. I think I trust him a little yep. bit more over Raquel here. And other than that, I just need a utility and then the fight of my last defenseman. 
Yeah, so for me, George, I went with uh, Krejci as my center. I still think, uh, you know, at $5,500, he's a must-play. Even a game last night, you know, very pedestrian. He still put up three and a half. I, I like the five and a half and seven better, but at that $5,500 price, I think it's a steal. Adam Henrique, we talked about it. He's my other center for the Ducks, guys. He's on fire. He's got four points in his last three games. More shots on goal as well. Four his last game. Eight DK points. That's solid. We're going to go with uh, Alex Ovechkin, a, a, a must play. I have a couple guys from this other game. He's $7,600. Wheeler, Blake Wheeler from the Winnipeg Jets at 69 uh, Johnny Hockey, uh, Johnny Goudreau, we both like Calgary to win the game at 65 TJ Brody, that other defenseman, loved the price at $3,700. Guys, fit him in your lineup. That's, that's a sneaky, uh, a nice cheap play. Nick Jensen from Washington, as George and I talked about, $3,100. Gibson Guitars at $7,700. Got to put Johnny Gibson in there. Uh, I think Anaheim can get the win over L.A. And uh, uh, Jacob Silverberg, $4,800. No change, George. I, uh, I went it. I spent it today. No change. So I really like this hockey lineup, and thank you for helping me with it because I feel very good about it right now. Well, hopefully it comes through for us. Use a little cash tonight. A little cash. A little cash like helps. A little cash tonight. What are your uh, best bets, George, before I get to putting my final card together? Got a couple of college games, some a- a- AAF football, uh, hockey. What, what do you got for me, George? What's on the betting uh, board on Colonel Kurtz's card? Well, I should, I, I'm not loving anything, so I'm not going to bet high on any one particular game here. Uh, I do like the under. I'm sorry, the over in the uh, Kings-Ducks, and I'm going to take the uh, – over as well in uh, Winnipeg uh, and Washington. Well, a couple of bucks on either one. As far as straight-up games here, I don't think I'm taking any games. As far as I keep looking, unless the goalie situations change here as a goalie, I don't expect to play that plays. Uh, I'm leaning towards Calgary because I think Saban is going to have some issues tonight. Vegas played last night, and the game is just more important to Calgary. I think all those things, and it's at home. I mean, everything's pointing towards Calgary tonight with the exception, besides the fact that Vegas is a good team, the fact that, hey, Vegas has had something over Calgary. But I just think the game's too important to Calgary. They can't keep uh, they can't keep sweating these games away. I mean, not only will they lose a chance to uh, catching San Jose, they'll let Vegas catch them home ice in that first round here. So I'm leaning Calgary. I just don't know if I'm gonna. I mean, if I bet something, I think it'll be five ten bucks. Nothing big, just something to wear. That's why I have something to watch tonight. Yeah, I, I I agree with you, George. I'm just trying to think uh, what to, I, I love Calgary tonight. The line keeps on going down too. It's getting me a little bit uh, worried, but you know what? I'm still going to stick to it. I think it's one of those games. What do where, they know? Yeah, what do they know? They do they know something we don't know? But uh, they have to win that game. But uh, here here it is. Well, I'm going to put my uh, lineup together. I am going to take. Uh, uh, and first of all, we're going to go with the college basketball, the SMU Mustangs, plus two and a half. I really think that's a good play. The Cincinnati Bets is struggling a little bit now. Uh, they got to, to make up their down uh, seven points. So hopefully that can turn around. So SMU plus two and a half. Northern Iowa, they've been very, very good. Uh, not a huge play there because Bradley has been very good in their tournament too. But Northern Iowa, Kurt uh, Warner's alma mater, plus two. Team with pedigree. They made it to the NCAA tournament before. They have to win this game to get in. Winner gets in. AEF football. I think Gabe and I uh, both agree with this. The Atlanta Legends money line, they're minus one. I'm just going to take them on the money line to get it done. And Arizona to win the game, too, in both of those games. The hot shots will get it done. National Hockey League ice, we are going to take the Calgary Flames down to minus 130. George is asking, what do they know? Hopefully it, it's something. I don't know. Maybe the people just have faith in Vegas, but that line's looking better and better to me at 130. I like the Capitals, even with Copley, to get it done at minus 140 against the Winnipeg Jets. Ducks, minus 175. It will be in parlays as well. George, and I'm taking a shot. I know you like Detroit, but I don't care. I think Florida, after that loss to Ottawa at home, they come back. I'm taking Florida, though, in regulation. I don't want to lay one and a half, minus a half goal in regulation with just a little bit of juice for Florida to win in 60 minutes. That's my betting card, Colonel Kurtz. Uh, May the winners be ours today. Hopefully we can get it done. Damn right. For anybody else who's betting tonight, hopefully uh, things come through for you. And it's once again, it's been, think about it, Cam. We're now another day. By the time you and I talk, it will be another week closer to opening day. Exactly. Week closer, then we got baseball bets, a whole lot more. Stick around to the station, everybody. Great fantasy and gambling advice all day long. For George Kurtz, I'm Cam Stewart. The winners be everybody's today. Let's win some money and go Matt Wallace at 100 to 1 in golf. I want to go to March Madness in Atlantic City. Later, Kurtz. Have a good one. Thanks, Sean. All the best, everybody.